across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. You guys have heard me talk a lot about this program that I'm creating and I basically met with eight of the world's top listing agents and recorded their candid no holds barred interviews with sellers and what they say to a seller, what they don't say to a seller, how they get a listing. We've broken it down into six chapters. It's about 12 hours of video and uh, we're going to be selling it as a course. But up until then, up until the point that it's ready, offering 30 minutes of it that you could watch for free and kind of beta test for me. Tell me what you like about it, what you don't like about it. So if you want to beta test this and you want to check out some of it for free, the section I'm giving away free is on touching and rapport building. I know that sounds odd, but each of the agents I talked to had ideas of where to touch. Like, don't touch a guy on his hands uh, unless it's a handshake and stuff like that. And there's also a bunch of stuff on rapport building, you know, like what to say and how to find commonality and just all kinds of neat stuff. So if you want to watch that, you get it for free. Go to hybendigital.com backslash rebus. Hybendigital.com backslash R-E-B-U-S and you'll get a free copy of that and let me know what you think of it. Thanks. Okay, Rockstar Nation, we have a great guest today coming from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Alyssa Jenkins is on the phone and she has been awarded the final 30 under 30 for Realtor Magazine. And uh, I'm excited to have her on the show. So without further ado, Alyssa, welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Hey, Pat. Thanks. I'm super excited to be on the show. Hey, Alyssa, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself so they can get to know you better? Sure. So I got my real estate license when I was 22 years old. I was still at Louisiana State University uh, working on my business degree in undergraduate. And I got my real estate license over Christmas break. Um, Not really sure what I was planning on doing with it, but did not think at that point it would be my career. And then I continued on to graduate school and got my master's in business. And after I finished my grad, my um, graduate degree, I started doing interviews and realized that real estate was actually paying me more than a lot of these jobs. So at that point, I just had to take a step back and think about what I wanted and decided that real estate you know, was obviously a calling and it was something I was good at. So I just decided at that point to make it my career. And it's been five years and it's going awesome. That's great. And I think a lot of people find that. I think it's 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 a very lucrative business and it's hard to replace it with a salary job. It really is. Yes. yes. And on that same note, I do feel like it's hard to have a salary job and to have the benefits and the structure and then get into real estate. Mm. I feel like I see a lot of our new agents that came from corporate America struggle to make the transition into real estate because 
There is no guaranteed regular paycheck. There's not insurance. There's not paid vacation. There's not someone calling you at 9 a.m. if you're not at the office. So it, I imagine it would be a tough, a tough transition that way. I feel like jumping right into it and never having gone into corporate America is something that helped me succeed because I knew I was going to have to hustle from the beginning to make things happen. Yeah. And, and I agree with you hundred percent. I started when I was 21 and one of the things that helped me obviously starting so young, I can remember, you know, I lived in a house with three other guys. I think my, my rent was like $190 a month. It was, you know, it was, yeah. it was, so I could fail, you know what I mean? I yeah. could, I could do a rental and still survive every month. Right. Right. So, so let's talk about the business. Okay. So you've been in it five years. What, what is, what, what did last year look like? How many houses did you sell? Um, last year I sold 59 houses for a total of 12.7 million. Uh, the year before that I sold 13.4 million and this year is looking on track to be my best year so far. Um, this year so far, I've closed 27 houses for 2016. Um, and that's the busiest first quarter I've ever had. You yeah. Know, 27, my- 27 houses in the first quarter. That, yeah. That's crazy. So we need to know, like, how where's this business coming from? You know, it's so funny. And even reading through your interview prep questions, just so I could be prepared the questions are similar to a lot of questions I get from other agents, just asking about lead systems and other other programs and things like that. And it, and my answer when people ask me about what programs I'm using and what kind of leads I'm paying for, I am different in that I don't do any of it. There's not a single website that I pay for to get leads. It's strictly social media, you know, keeping in touch with people that knew me somehow, whether it was years ago and we had one class in college together and we became Facebook friends for that project, then that's how I knew them, you know, and just reaching out to those people, the people that I haven't talked to in years, but would know who I was if they heard from me and just really work in that. I I don't do any door knocking. I don't do any cold calling. I, I tried that all in the beginning. Um, it, it wasn't really a positive thing for me. It made me feel like I was not good at real estate. And I went to bed feeling like I had failed. It affected my confidence. And once I started reaching out to people that I knew, and this isn't just good friends. I mean, like I said, this is people that that. I might even have to remind them, yeah, remember we had that class together and then just going from there and it's amazing the results that that has produced. Just putting myself out there and keeping in touch with people and caring about them, it's it's just paid off tremendously. So, okay. So do you methodically go through like a class list and type in people's names or, you know, you know what I mean? And friend them on Facebook or does it just kind of happen organically? Kind of both. Once I realized that it was paying off and that it was working, Facebook was beginning to work as somewhat of a CRM for me. I became more intentional about it. You know, I joined a women's club here 
And I do believe when you join something, a group or something like that, a social group, that you should be involved in it somehow. So I became the person that did their newsletter, which allowed me to email a lot of people with my, my signature in my email, just letting them know I'm also a realtor. And I added our registry, the list of people in the club on Facebook. So now they're all friends with me on Facebook. Mm. So just things like that, you know, just just if I run into somebody and I'm not friends with them on Facebook and I have a list of people that are not on Facebook and I have to remember to keep in touch with them differently. So maybe by email or handwritten cards or phone calls or something like that. But I just want to use Facebook as the primary way to keep in touch with people. Sometimes before I make a phone call, I might look them up on Facebook and so that way, when I give them a call, I can say, hey, I just saw, you know, you had your daughter's second birthday last Saturday. Looked like so much fun. How was it? I mean, you can see pictures and everything of their whole life. Right, right, right. So it's just, it's better than any contact management system that I've ever used because they update it themselves with what they're doing. Right. You don't have to ask. You could be like, you know, I see you had a baby and you're not a stalker. You're, you're just a, a, everybody. You made it public. So I'm yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> and, and, and another thing that's cool now that I think about it is, you know, on Facebook, you can send a message to somebody five years ago and, right. and not talk to them for five years. And when you type in a new message, the old message from five years, because this has actually happened to me on a number of occasions. Yeah. I'm like, damn, dude, the last time I talked to you was six years ago. It's, this yeah. says, you know, 2011 on it. Right. And so it is a CRM in that, in that instance because it, it records all the information, you know. And it's funny that you bring that up. Just a quick story about that. I had a guy from high school that was not super nice to me in high school and we were friends on Facebook. And I was going through my friends list one day just sending messages, like reminding them I still did real estate and asking them what they were doing. And these were private messages and I got to him and I thought, I don't know if I should message him, mm. you know? And I thought to myself, well, I, ne I either need to unfriend him or message him. Right. So I said, okay, I'm just going to message him. So I did. I just said, hey, how are you? Um, I don't know if you know, but I have been doing real estate. It's going awesome. What have you been up to? Looks like you got a new dog. I have that same dog, blah, blah, blah. I would love to meet you for coffee one day. And he never responded. And, you know, that was par for the course pretty much. So then last year, which was two and a half years later, I got a Facebook book message from him and it said you know hey Alyssa I just started working for this new company and we sell x what he sold you know and I just think that if I could meet up with you for coffee or something it would be it could be something that could help your business as well and it was funny because when he sent it to me I saw where two and a half years prior I had messaged him and he didn't respond <laughs> Responded, yeah. and I thought, you know, maybe, maybe I should just not respond. But I said, you know, yeah, I'd love to meet you for coffee, and we met for coffee, and it was fine. And then as we were leaving, you know, we were in the parking lot walking to our car, and he said, "Look, whenever I went to send you that message, I almost didn't because when I went to message you, I saw where you had messaged me, and I had just never even." responded and I really appreciate you meeting me you know you definitely 
definitely didn't have to, but it, it says a lot about you that you did. And um, since then, you know, he has sent me two or three referrals. Wow. So here you took the high road. I mean, that yeah. one, that, that's a good story. It gives me chills. It's I mean, crazy. You, you took the high road and mm-hmm. not only did he, you know, did the connection work out, but he was conscious of it and you probably taught him a great lesson. You know what I mean? You, you inspired him to probably you know, take high roads in the future as well. Right. I mean, it, you know, and I even told him, you know, it was hard for me to send that message. It was one that I had to think about. And when I didn't get a response, I just had to be okay with it. And, you know, that's just part of the business. And so I'm glad that I did meet with him and it shocked me. It it did shock me that he acknowledged that, you know, it, it meant a lot to me and, and let me know that you never know when it's going to work out for you. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, I mean, people do know that you have a, an alternative reason, right? I mean, you're telling them you're in real estate. So if someone doesn't respond, it doesn't mean they hate you. It just means they're probably not needing to sell real estate and they're busy right now. You know what I mean? So that, and that's fine too, because it kind of qualifies that lead for you that they're not that great of a lead anyways. Exactly. And a, a lot of the new agents that I mentor and I try to tell them about doing the private messaging to people they haven't talked to in a while and just updating them on what they're doing with their life. And they struggle to do it. You know, they say, I just, I'm not salesy like that. And I said, I personally don't consider myself a salesperson at all because I'm the same way. I don't, I don't, I don't door knock because I personally would not want someone to knock on my door. I don't cold call because I know how I get when I get calls from all these, you know, advertisement places wanting me to do something with them. Like, I just know how I am. And if I don't like it, I can't do it to other people with confidence. Mm. But I just remind them that I'm not messaging these people asking for their credit card information yeah, or yeah. for them to social security sign. number. Yeah. And they, and they, and they don't have to like the other guy, they don't have to respond. Yeah. Like I'm not asking for any of that. I'm just casual conversation, letting you know, that's what I do. I'm not asking for anything, you know, but in case you didn't know, I am doing this and it's going awesome. And what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So what other uh, social media forums are you using besides Facebook, if any? Facebook is definitely my number one. I am on Instagram as well. I I do like Instagram. I like posting pictures of interiors of homes or just things that I see along the way, uh, showing houses and things like that. Those are really, I have a LinkedIn. I don't really use it. I think it got a little bit out of control and I need to go in and figure it out and clean it up and, you know, update it and all that good stuff. But I think, you know, my primary success came from Facebook. So that tends to be the main thing that I post on. I actually don't even really have Twitter. So I don't know why I did it for a little while. For me personally, I must not have been very good at it. Or I I think that Facebook just with posting pictures and things like that that are easy to see, um, that has worked for my business. So just those things really well, you know, the fact of the matter is, is, uh, you know, if you had to pick one where most people are going to be, mm-hmm. um, it would be Facebook first. Right. Uh, most business people will probably be on LinkedIn. So if you're going to do business to business sales, if you were selling copiers, 
um, or, sure. or anything like that. That that that's a much more targeted approach. Yeah, and, and they both work. The thing with and the, here's what's happened with LinkedIn. To be honest with you, LinkedIn has become spam central. Like like I'll get mess yeah. the the messages yeah. I get on LinkedIn. There there are a bunch of people that are, have cut and pasted the same email to a thousand people. Yeah. Yep. And they're a pain in the ass to open up. It like has to open up like four yep. windows on your computer before you can read it, where the Facebook messenger or whatever could come right to your phone and you can see it instantly. And it's, it, yeah. it, it, it hasn't reached the stage yet. Maybe it's because of what Facebook is doing behind the scenes, but it hasn't reached right. a stage yet where people are spamming through Facebook. And it was also people were using it to try to get my business, like mortgage lenders, insurance companies, advertisers, so it was people trying to get me on board with them, but I wasn't really getting anything for myself. So I just kind of backed away from it. Yeah, awesome. So, okay, so all these deals, these 27 deals. Now, real did, did these 27 deals in the first quarter of this year, how many of those came from Facebook? Gosh, I would say maybe maybe around 11 of them total. Wow. Okay. So then you got 16 more. Where, you know, there's an extra, you know, five a month. Where, where are those other five a month coming from? A lot of it is, you know, I'm, I'm in my fifth year right now. So I'm at a really cool place where the last year and a half I have been getting the repeat referrals. Um, a lot of people that I sold houses to four years ago are upgrading. So I have one of those right now and I'm actually you know, she called me to list it and they were going to paint, get the house ready. And I just happened to have someone looking for something just like it. So I have the buyer for that one also, you know, just different, different places. One guy was, was a for sale by owner from my very first year. Um, when I was trying everything just to see what worked for me. And at that time I had decided for sale by owner didn't work for me. But this one guy, I guess, kept my card and I have his house for sale right now. Um, and he bought, so we closed that one of uh, some friends and, you know, someone from church. I'm going through them right now. So just, it's all somehow they knew me from somewhere. That's the cool thing. Except that the only one that was totally random was the for sale by owner that I called four years ago. Yeah. Um, closed. Yeah. But other than that, they were all a friend of a friend or a friend of somebody that I sold a house to or something like that. You know, it's all warm leads. That's a, that, I knew that, them from somewhere. That's great. A hundred percent warm leads. Yeah. You know, there's not yeah. a lot of people doing, if you could do 27 a quarter, you could do over a hundred sales in warm leads. Um, that would blow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be amazing. Now, now, is it just you or do you have an assistant or how are you handling all this? Well, I'm at the moment just handling it as it comes. I'm super organized. I think that is step one to achieving the level of volume that I am. If you if you have papers everywhere and if your email's out of control, you're just not going to be able to do it because important things are going to slip through the cracks. And so right now, I don't have an assistant. Um, I don't have anyone that's really helping me. My office does have secretaries that does a lot of the um, administrative paperwork for me. They mm -hmm. input my listings and things like that. But for the most part, you know, the crazy thing is in the last 12 months, I'm sorry, in the last 15 months, I had 50, I closed 54 buyers. Wow. 
Okay, so and, so, so let's and, t- go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, buyers that that's your nights and weekends right there. Yes, you know, just gone because so of you the time work a that, lot. Oh, I do at this moment. At this moment, right now, you know, I work a lot. So let's talk technology because obviously you're you're leveraging it um, somehow, right? Because that mm-hmm. that's a hell of a lot of deals to handle efficiently. So what technology do you use, whether it's phone apps, software in your laptop, whatever, that that helps you stay so organized? Well, I am paperless. So no matter where I am, I have every contract and every file on my phone or computer. I use our, our work email is through Gmail, and I have just utilized Google Drive. Um, I really like that it just stores everything there and that it's free. Uh, That's been the best thing that I have found so far. Um, I have folders for only files that are pending. Once a buyer or a listing goes pending, they have a folder. And and everything needed for that contract goes in that folder. And I don't keep everything. You know, people think you have to keep every little email conversation that you have, and you don't. We're only required by law to keep so many things, and I keep what I need to keep, and the rest go, you know, is deleted because it's just clutter. So I, I just being paperless. I use DocuSign. That's how I get all of my um, contracts signed, and that's been awesome. And I have really enjoyed teaching my clients how to use it, especially some of my older clients. They think it's very cool that they're doing this because it's easy to walk them through it, and they love that they don't have to fax anything. Yeah, um, you, my, I just saw my mom's house, and and yeah. she loves it. She's yeah. wanna, she she don't you know she loves it because they you know when older people they get they get crotchety they don't like leaving the house or they don't like going places and making right. taking extra steps you know right and and I you know when I tell them look I'm going to be sending to this to you electronically I immediately see the fear in their eyes and I'm like no it's okay. It's okay. It's going to tell you exactly what to do, and I'm going to walk you through it the first time. And I'm like, "Do you see the button that says start?" And they're like, (laughs) "I'm like, click that one." And they're like, "This is so easy." And then when they press finish, I have it immediately back to me. So it's just been, you know, that it's been fun teaching some of them how to use it and overcoming their fear. One lady called me and was like, I told my grandkids that I used DocuSign and they thought it was so neat that grandma did that, you know. (laughs) It's just been, it's been good. But I think just not having papers and not being confined to my office that I can pretty much work from anywhere, whether that's, you know, a coffee shop or the beach or whatever, I can, I have everything with me and I don't need to call anybody to dig through a file cabinet. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. And you could just be so mobile, which you need to be to right. do that that many deals. You need to be on the run. Absolutely, for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so what book are you reading now? So I just finished, which one was that? I just finished one that was called No Other Gods. And mm. I thought it was so cool because I feel like in our industry, it's so easy to lose focus of yourself. And you're just so focused on the deals and the work that you forget everything, you know, and it's easy to do that. It's easy to get tied up in in the busyness that comes with our jobs. 
And that book just helped me mentally, spiritually, just stay focused, keep my energy level up, keep my positivity going. That was really good. And then, you know, it's funny because I've, I've been trying to incorporate some like light fiction into my reading because it's the only way that I can like turn off just by reading something that's totally not even yeah, real or yeah, yeah. it uses a different part of your brain it uses your right brain rather than your left brain when you go oh my gosh. you know not and you know fiction. I used to be such a reader and we just got back from vacation and I brought a book and read it on the plane and couldn't believe how much more relaxed I felt just from like reading a book and and thinking about something else it made me I guess when you read, you have to think about something else because you're reading. Yeah. And I have discovered recently that that just helps me. So um, I've been doing a lot of fiction, which is new for me because I was always into the more like self-help business, grow your business books. Dave Ramsey has a book, the Entree Leadership book that they have. Yep. Um, That one is really good too. I finished that one not long ago. Um, and it was really good. So, but I, you know, lately I am more in the direction of the fiction, just, you know, mindless. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, you need an escape, you know, they definitely need an escape, especially, you know, if you're juggling that many deals and you're trying to remember, you know, did I forget this? Did I remember this? I mean, that's, that's a good way to zip you right into another world, you know? Yeah. And, you know, something that I've been really struggling with this year, you know, being so busy and handling the business that seems to have just been all of a sudden handed over. I read a quote somewhere that just said, when you get really busy, learn to rest and not to quit. And mm. in our Wow, I industry, like that. I know. It, it, it really made me think, you know, because you have to rest. If you are exhausted and then then it leads to, you know, emotions being everywhere, you can't handle it. You have got to learn to rest in this business. You cannot do it all. And if you're not resting, it's going to affect your family. It's going to affect your clients. So that's been my, that's something I've really had to think about is, you know, I used to think of rest as almost laziness. But it's not. It's just part of it, you know. And if you don't rest, you will think, "Is this career going to <laughs> be the end of me?" <laughs> so yeah, no. And I, I've known people who have quit our our industry, and I've known people who have, and I've I've known myself. I can remember one time in particular where I wanted to quit, and I think you're right. I think that uh, you know, if these people had just rested, right, right. you know. Right it would all be different, but sometimes people make rash decisions. The water boils over or whatever. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And you just have to step back in those moments and, and realize that, you know, you have to take care of yourself so that you can take care of your clients. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, let's wrap this up with our flagship question, Alyssa. Um, So let's say I took you and I put you on a TV reality show similar to Survivor. And I'm going to take you and I'm going to put nine of the other Realtor Magazine top 30 under 30 agents, all right, and put all you guys on the same island. Now, the island has a lot of commerce. People are buying and selling houses. There's money being made. But the one thing that that, uh, is going against you is none of you know a soul. 
Each agent gets $500, a laptop computer, and a cell phone. Whoever sells the least amount of houses each week gets thrown off the island in the game show. At the end of 10 weeks, who's ever sold the most houses wins. How is Alyssa going to win this game? While all the others go off and pay websites to send them leads that they have to hunt down and try to make loyal to them, I would probably just spend my money on having lunch delivered to nurses at hospitals or businesses or teacher appreciation days, you know, lunches, flowers, something like that. Just showing appreciation to people and having my card in there, letting them know if ever they have questions about buying or selling a house that they can give me a call and just winning people with kindness and showing that I care about them instead of you know, shoving myself down their throat and saying, you have to work with me, you have to work with me. Instead, I would take the approach of, I care about you, so then they want to work with you. That That's awesome. That is awesome. Yep. That, that That's great. No one's ever said that before. So I can totally see how you've sold 27 houses in three months. I can totally see how, you know, you're going to be an incredible, you're already a rock star, but you're going to be an incredible superstar in the near future. I'm excited to watch you grow even more. I'm going to put all the information, uh, including the books Alyssa mentioned and uh, some of the software she mentioned on hybendigital.com backslash Alyssa, and it's with one L, A-L-I-S-S-A, Jenkins, J-E-N-K-I-N-S. Alyssa, thanks so much for being on Pat Hybin Interviews, Real Estate Rockstars. We appreciate you. The Rockstar Nation appreciates you. And if anybody has any referrals in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, this will be a warm call referral for you now that you know Alyssa personally. And if I sell 100 houses this year, like you said, I want to come back on the show. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. You're welcome to come back anytime. Awesome. Thanks so much, guys, for listening to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Please don't forget that if you go to hybendigital.com, we have tons and tons of resources that you could use for free to help you make more commissions selling real estate. Every episode is on there, over 350, and there's a search bar that you could just type in the name of the episode, the number of the episode, or any category or keyword that you want, like FISBOs, expired, expansion teams, buyer agents, whatever, and episodes will come up that match that. Another thing you could really help me out with is you can go to iTunes and give me a five-star review there. The more reviews I get, the higher in the rankings I climb, and the better guests I'll be able to get for your listening pleasure. Thanks again so much for listening. And don't forget, every episode, write down two or three things and put them to work. Make them part of your goal setting and make it happen. I'd love to hear from you. Please reach out. We're on Twitter, at Pat Hyben. We're on Instagram, Real Estate Rockstar Podcast. And we're all over Facebook on Six Steps to Seven Figures. And Pat Hyben interviews Real Estate Rockstars. And don't forget, if you want to hear more of me, my awesome book that is a New York Times bestseller, Six Steps to Seven Figures, is now out on audio. Just go to audible.com, type in Pat Hyben, 
or Six Steps to Seven Figures, and you can listen to it. And of course, the paperback and ebooks are also available now at excellent prices. Have a great day, and don't forget, Rockstar Nation, keep rocking! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.